Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. That is Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 through 14. And that talks, I feel like that's just like a base of the walk of God. Yeah. Like, when I was younger, my mom would always tell me that. Mm -hmm. But I never actually understood, like, what that felt like and what that meant until this year, really. Or Mm -hmm. really last year. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, it's, you don't really see many people on that path, and it's really lonely, like, when you get on that path, you lose a lot of friends, that's not an exaggeration. It's not, you, yeah. you lose a lot of people, you you lose a lot of, it's like losing yourself to find yourself, yeah. basically, and it's like, as young as you are, nobody is really on this path, everybody wants to wait till they get older, or people... They just don't do it at all, and it's narrow. Like you, you don't find yourself doing the the fun things. And I put that in quotations. The fun things that you thought were fun mm-hmm. before you started doing all of this. Because mm-hmm. I, like you, you lose who you thought you were, mm-hmm. and you have to be built back up again, or like find yourself again. Like you're still the same person per se, but it's just. The things that you thought made you you, some of those things are not what actually need to make you you. Yeah. And, yeah, like, a lot of the fun stuff that we, I used to do, or used to think was fun, like, you know, parties and whatnot, you think that's fun, but, like, it's really not when you get to a certain point. Right. And it's funny, because, like, even, like, I remember, like, we went to a party before, like, junior year, I remember that, and, like, even then I wasn't really meant to be there. Like, <laughs> they called me a wall hugger because I wouldn't like twerk or nothing, you know. But it's like, even then I just said I didn't really care for that environment, but I didn't really put my finger on why mm-hmm. until like now. Like, it's just not where I was supposed to be. Right. Um, I think yeah. I started getting tired of parties like near like senior year. I started getting really tired of parties. Mm-hmm. Like, people talk about parties, and I was like, eh, I'll go. Yeah. But, like, after that, I'll go, but it wouldn't. I I just didn't like parties after that for a minute. And, you know, I wasn't, let's just say I wasn't the wall hugger, okay? Oh, we... Shut <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the wall hugger. Um, Child. Anyways, mm. it... <laughs> Look, Lord said, come as you are. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a really good um, thing because people, they always think, like, you have to be clean or, like, purified before you even come to him. Yeah. No. You yeah, don't you have come to. to God as a freaking wreck, bro. Bro, that was. And I mm-mm. think, like, in my last podcast, in the, in the last podcast, we talked about how my mom was, like, some people they're gonna most people they're gonna have their back up against the wall until the only person that they can save them is literally God and that's the mm-hmm. only person that they can call out to. And so to me, I was in a wreck, mm-hmm. angry, depressed, Oof. wanted to kill myself. Eat girl. And I was just like, God help me. I want to stop feeling this way. And it's like God instantly said bet and I just remember like a week later my anger was just really gone and I was just like wait a minute you're like just like wait a minute it's crazy like because he literally takes it all away from you yes and you might not even like realize when that point was like Mm. I was just talking about like how far I came after my sister last night Mm. and like we laugh about it even though it's really serious matters you know but like I think it's good to laugh about it though yeah like I'm at that place now where I don't it doesn't hurt me mm-hmm. anymore. But, yeah, like, I could definitely relate to the suicidal thing. Like, I had bad social anxiety. I had bad, you know, just anxiety in general. Um, just anything. I was spiritually suicidal. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But I don't even remember the time where I was okay after that point in my life. Mm. 
but I really do think that it was because of my mom's prayers because I wasn't even like um as faithful as I am now at all like I was very lukewarm so I know it wasn't me that pulled me out of that like I know I wasn't seeking him Mm. at that point so I know the power of prayer because I literally have been an example of it Mm. so yeah like you don't really notice when but he he takes it all away like and it's crazy and it's like even like when I was saying let me just start at the beginning this walk with God is the most uncomfortable thing you ever have to do mm-hmm. but it's so worth it let me say that it's uncomfortable but it's so worth it it's be- uncomfortable because you're denying your flesh and you're denying your desires and some people are like well why would you do that but it's like your own flesh you're you're killing yourself mm-hmm. basically you don't even have to do it in a way where it's you know it's a gun in your hand no when you are acting out in the world the way you know most worldly people are it's like you're killing yourself slowly mm-hmm. and it's like when you begin to walk in that way of god you begin to walk in a place where you're walking away of light so everything in you is exposed by god but he's not doing it to throw it back in your face he's doing it to say hey this is the problem here's the issue if you trust me and take my hand i will take this away you will be delivered you will be healed mm-hmm. and even like once again like i said in the last podcast it's like it's uncomfortable being healed because like you find a you you you've been in pain and and anxiety and all these things for a long that becomes your comfort normal it becomes your normal so it's just like it's uncomfortable even like when god tells me hey upload this video or hey mm-hmm. go speak to that person about me this that and the third it's an uncomfortable thing you have to deny yourself and say yes to god even if it doesn't make sense to you even if it does hurt you mm-hmm. you still have to deny yourself and say yes to god but it's like it's it's so worth it when you see when you denied yourself and not and denied the stuff that you used to indulge yourself in it it gives you freedom you're free from all the things that you battle with or you thought that was good for you and it really wasn't good for you it was like a breath of fresh air and you look back at it like dang like that stuff that I was doing wasn't really good for me and I see why God told me to stop doing that mm-hmm. I see why I had to change my ways I see why this and that and the third mm-hmm. and that's how I feel like a lot of people that I stopped talking to, a lot of people that, you know, getting out of a relationship and stop going to certain places and things, is like, well, dang, I see why I can't be mm-hmm. in that. Because as a child of God, you really take on the heart of God. And you can't tolerate certain things Not anymore. Cap. You cannot tolerate certain things anymore. It literally makes you feel sick. heavy, like yeah. sick. And it's like, dang like how did i tolerate that that back then like mm-hmm. we were just talking about the junior prom thing i mm-hmm. wanted i sat there and cringed yeah bro. i sat yeah. there and cringed because like nowhere near my junior prom was i saved at all bro like yeah. acting a fool and <sighs> <laughs> right i remember that night for you it was a tough night for you <laughs> <laughs> literally throwing up y'all like right. throwing up for you oh about the food the poisoning. yeah but like okay that I agree with everything that you just said to a T. Um, yeah, I mean, there are certainly times, even like junior prom for me, like it wasn't, I wasn't saved, but like it was, I still regard it as like a fun memory mm. for the most part because at the end of the night was terrible. But like, yeah, like there's still some parts of, you know, the old unsaved me that I still. I still like some of the memories that I made because, I mean, I wasn't actually, like, I wasn't doing, like, a lot of bad things. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't really out here, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. But at the same time, I was tolerating a lot of things that I can't tolerate now. Like, even, like, hearing certain curse words in songs, like, Mm. I, I can't even sit through it like I used to sometimes. I have to, like, change the song. Or, like, search the clean version if I really want to hear it. But it's kind of rare. But, um, yeah. And I think people don't really understand that they see it as, like, judgmental in a way. Mm. But it's not that people are judging. It isn't that I'm judging. It's just literally coming through him. It has made me a new being. Right. I am not Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Yes, ma'am. The old has gone and the new has come in. 
when yeah. a person comes into Christ Jesus. And I feel like my transformation was just really rapid. Mm-hmm. And oh, baby, it was really rapid and really fast. And it shocked a lot of people. It shocked me. I was just like, dang, I'm really doing this. And it was still baffles me every day I wake up. And I'm just like, I'm really walking in the will of God. Mm-hmm. But it just made me think about, you know, all the times I've been prayed over, all the times that I got my hands laid on in church, and there was a prophecy saying that God is within her. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, I don't feel him, but now I'm literally walking that purpose that God has ordained for me all this time. But it took me, it took my back being up against the mm-hmm. wall to come to God <laughs> and really do this. And it's like, it is so crazy. And I feel like one of the reasons why my change was so rapid and so fast is because my purpose and it's not to be cocky or conceited but everybody has a high calling purpose when it comes to God Mm -hmm. but it's like my purpose and calling is so high that I needed to change right away so things could get done Mm -hmm. because I feel like 2020 was like a year of sanctification of cleansing and purifying and healing from certain things and 2021 was the year that I I actually stepped foot into my purpose and mm-hmm. walking in that way. Yeah, I was doing certain things back in 2020 with releasing videos and this and that and the third, but I was still learning. I'm still walking. I was still getting sanctified and purified, still trying to leave things in the past. Mm-hmm. But this year, it was just like, you know, you're really walking in that purpose. And yeah. I see it when I go places. I see it, you know, when we were out in the stores and stuff and I was saying things. It was just like... This is your this is this was like my beginning of the year where I started walking in my purpose mm-hmm. and it's such it's such a joyful thing to please God and knowing that he's happy with the things that you are doing and it's not to oh if I don't please God I'm going to go to hell. He's already pleased with you mm-hmm. when you believe in Jesus. He's already pleased with you because he sees you as your he sees you as his son and daughter but it's knowing that you're making someone happy mm-hmm. in a sense and you're helping save other people. Mm-hmm. So and that's why I um look forward to doing like because even like through my journey I haven't like been as vocal about my faith or about um you know being Christian and what I know but this year I really do feel like I need to be more evangelical about spreading the good word because I mean I know all these things but like what what good is it to just sit in it and not for myself and right. not to spread that so um this year I think that's what I'm trying to focus on is like spreading it and also walking in my purpose to um I do plan to make music for him and to you know do certain things for him finally girl <laughs> like um but music is a is a topic mm-hmm. for another day because I feel like that's a that's a deep that's a deep one yeah like it's I'm kind of girl. I'm still if I could sing I would never show up I would never show up. Yeah, that's true. But it's like, I don't know. I have to talk about that. I have to talk about that another time because it's really one of my. It's kind of one of my convictions mm-hmm. in a way. But um, yeah, like when I came to him, I didn't necessarily like. I think I wasn't doing, or I, like last year, twenty twenty, I wasn't doing all that I could have done. Like. And when you got on to me about, like, not reading my Bible mm-hmm. every single day, like, that was really my wake-up call. I ain't, look, I didn't know nothing, y'all. Like, I didn't know nothing. I just remember we would get on the phone, and I we would read, like, Proverbs. This was, like, in January. And we would yeah. get on the phone or whatever. Last month. Yeah. <laughs> we would get on the phone to read Proverbs for that month. And, um... I'm sorry. We would get on the phone. I'm trying to remember it. Okay, I got it. I'll talk my... Oh, okay, okay, okay. We would get on the phone and we'll read Proverbs. And something in my spirit was just bothered by her. And I could see it, like, even physically. Because it was like... She was just out of it while we were reading. And I noticed it. And I was like, well, okay, that's weird. But my spirit was just so bothered, y'all. And I was going to shut up. But the Holy Spirit was just like, "Uh uh-uh. I told Angel, I said, I don't know what the Holy Spirit is angry about. I said, but it seems like you haven't been reading 
It seems like you haven't been praying or doing anything. And she was sat there in silence for a minute. And she was like, Sequoia, you're so right. And I was just like, I don't know how I knew that. I just... It was... And that's the thing. God really... He'll drop stuff in your spirit. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, like... It takes discipline. That's most definitely the thing of this walk. It takes complete discipline and you have to ask God to discipline you and is it a pretty thing to be disciplined Uh -uh. by God no and it really does hurt your feelings like because when um we're on that phone call and she told me that like I knew for a fact it was God speaking through her because he had been on my back about how I hadn't read my bible or praying up to him or talking to him Mm -hmm. you know like I was I was hot for him But I wasn't, like, hot enough to... He wasn't 38 hot. I wasn't 38 hot. (laughs) Like, I wasn't, like, really doing the things that I know I should be doing, Mm. you know, to get closer to him. And there's no way... Like, you can't really get closer to him and, like, develop... You can't really... um, You can't develop a relationship with him or get close to him if you're not reading the Bible. Because that's, like, you're learning God's voice and you're learning who he is. Yeah, because literally the the Bible is his word and the Bible is him speaking to. That's why people feel like, oh, well, God doesn't speak. Whenever I speak to him, he doesn't speak to me. Like, Mm. but are you reading his word? Because that's... Him, him speaking, speaking to you is the is the this is the only book on the earth that's alive and active I'm, and it reads you it re- <laughs> look you be reading it and it reads you bro i yes. promise you like i'll open up a devotional for the day and i'm like oh i'll go read that chapter of the word and i'll read the chapter and it would, it i don't know i don't know how god just knows that she is she gonna need it this day right because <laughs> that's how it is every morning this morning i was just looking at it like sir right but you know, like Andrew said, it hurts your feelings. Just walking with yes. God is going to hurt your feelings. But God would rather hurt your feelings and tell you the truth than to lose you lose you, and to help you be blind in this earth, not knowing the truth of things. Mm-hmm. And it's going to hurt you. It's going to convict you. It's going to break you. But it's also, like I said in the last podcast, being graceful, gracefully broken by God so he can build you back up because all he's going to do is just break you down to that foundation and what he's what he's going to do when he breaks you down to that foundation he's going to lay his foundation because a man that builds his foundation on jesus his house can stand tall no matter what storm comes against it Uh so it's it's tough it is it's tough every day it's a daily fight it's a daily battle because not only are you fighting yourself but you're fighting demons too Uh (laughs) i'm telling y'all like I know it sounds like we just are just talking, bro. you know, hot for the Lord. We're on this walk, like Man. nothing. You know what I mean? But like, I promise you, every day I struggle with my flesh. This is not Some easy. Some days I wake up and I be like, God, I don't want to talk to you, but I still do it anyways because it's just a disciplined thing, and I know that I need yeah. God, and I know that if I don't talk to God this morning. My whole day is going to go out of whack because mm-hmm. I'm going to be filled with anxiety. I'm going to be filled with depression. I'm going to be overthinking, mm-hmm. filled with these thoughts. Because, like, he gives me a clear mind about my day. He gives me a clear steps. Whether it's, hey, don't do that today. Or, hey, do this today. This and that and the third. It's he. He literally, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own Lean not on your own understanding and all mm-hmm. your ways. Submit to him and he will direct your path. That's what God does in the morning when I'm talking to him. He'll fill me up with his joy, with his peace, whatever it may be. So whatever I'm feeling from the night before, even just waking up, feeling sometimes I'll wake up feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. He'll fill me right back up and be like, hey, you got nothing to worry about. Right. You know? And that's um a good point because... um. Yeah, like, it's, it definitely feels like a chore sometimes to spend time with him. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm, like, I can't wait to. Mm. So it's, like, and it's, like, um, I think a misconception is that it's gonna you're going to always want to. Like, Mm-mm. you're not always going to want to. Mm-mm. But <laughs> you, you have to. Like, there's no other way to you 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 never, grow. you're not going to regret it at all. Not at all. You're going to be like, some days I don't want to do this, but you're not going to regret doing it. Whether you don't regret, you're going to go into it like thinking, I don't want to do this, God. I don't want to talk to you, this and that and the third. Mm-hmm. But when you come out of it, you're going to be like, dang, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. And it's because, and it's, and be truthful with God. He knows already. He knows your heart already. You can't hide nothing from God. So that's why I'm saying, like, I'll sit there and tell God that I don't want to talk to you this morning, but yeah. I'll still do it. And I'll tell him why I don't feel like talking. 
and he'll still talk to me. He'll still listen. Like, God is a good listener. But sometimes we need to shut up. <laughs> like, just sometimes we need to shut up and just be like, God, what do you have on your heart today? What do you have on your mind today for me to do? Or what do you want me to tell? What do you want to tell me today? You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so. Yes, like. Honestly, like last night, I had to force myself to read my Bible. Mm-hmm. But this is what happened. I was listening to music and I was like, girl, you haven't even spent any time with God today. What are you doing? You're listening to music. You're on TikTok. Yeah, you're watching Christian TikToks. Yeah, but have you spoken to him? Have you read his word today? And I was like, no, you haven't. <clears throat> and like, I literally put my phone down, took my AirPods out, and reached over and got my Bible, and I read. Like, and the thing is, when I did that, mm. I I had to read because I, I flipped over to Ecclesiastes because mm. um it's my devotionals book, and I got exactly what I needed to get. Like, I needed to hear that. Like, that's mm. how powerful it is. Like, God is going to give you exactly what you need to hear and what you want when you need to see it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never, that's the thing. Like, God is never quiet. He never, I was telling my brother yesterday, like, God is never quiet and he never shuts up. Mm-hmm. He never does. It's whether it's through people, through nature, through his word, through his spirit, he never shuts up. Like, God always has something to say. But it's such a beautiful thing of God's voice because mm-hmm. it's like it's calming, but you know that He still has that power and authority where you know not to play with Him. Mm-hmm. That fear be crazy, but I love it because mm-hmm. I think people um, take that word out of context when it comes to God. Like they'd be like, Well, how are you serving a God that you're scared of? I watched a video mm-hmm. about that yesterday, and it's not. It's not the same fear. context like that as we say fear. It isn't like I'm scared of a snake it's or like reverence. a lion. Yeah. It's respect, but it's also, it's that same fear that you would have for your parents. You know that if your parent, if you did something that your mom and dad didn't approve of or whoever, you know, is in your life, if you knew it when you were younger and you knew that you did something that was wrong, you would be fearful of the punishment. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that God does punish. Let's just put that out there. He's a God of love, right. but he's also a God of wrath. But since we are in that covenant of grace, he is willing to sit there and discipline his children. Mm -hmm. He's literally a father to Right. Where he's going to sit there and he's going to, whenever you slip up into sin, he's going to allow you to feel that shame or guilt. But the Bible calls it a godly sorrow. So it leads you to repentance, leads you to turning away from that, leads you to learning from that mistake of why you shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. But he's also, but he's still going to forgive you. And he's still going to lead you and direct you and correct you and discipline. But it's also all out of love. I think in Revelations chapter 3, Jesus says, the ones that I love, the ones who I love, those are the ones I rebuke and discipline and chasten. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's never God is just going to be sitting there angry at you. Like, he's never angry at you. He's angry at the sin. Mm -hmm. And because he knows that sin defiles you, sin hurts you, sin, like, it it destroys your destiny. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to him, it pur- he purifies us. Sin leads to nothing but death and destruction. Literally. Because the wage of sin is death. But, um, yeah, a lot of people think, like, um, oh, well, Christians don't sin. like to sin. Like, they condemn this because they have to do that in order to, you know, follow that religion or, or not to go to hell. Mm. But that's not the correct way to view it it's not that we don't it isn't that we just have to do it in order to not go to hell it's that when you do it 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 makes it harder not only to hear God's voice but it makes it harder to even know what right from wrong Mm -hmm. like I remember just a a week ago or so I was kind of listening to secular music way more than I you know had been for the past few months you know Mm -hmm. and it was because of the nostalgia of like it it reminded me of a time Mm. You know, it was memories, basically, mm. which is a big thing for me because I love, like, you know, I'm a very nostalgic person, you know. I think everyone is, if you really, really, you really think about it. Mm. I've been listening to, like, Rico Nasty on repeat, like, and if you know me, like, you know, I, like, used to really love some Rico Nasty, but, like, I can't listen to that now because now, whenever I, I was just, like, I feel myself with it so much. It gets hard for me to listen to God or, like, hear him speak to me. And, like, even things that bother me now, like, you know, like cursing and all this other stuff, 
I became, it became easier to, to tolerate for me, even in that moment, even being as Christian or like as high for God as I am, like, and that's scary to think, like, it's so easy to leave, to go astray from him, but at the same time, he's never leaving you, like, he doesn't leave you just because you've fallen back into temptation or sin, like, he's always right there, you know, so I had to just, you know, gather myself and come back to him, and it's like, even in that time when I was away from him, or like, not I couldn't hear him, I was starting to feel depressed, and I was, it really, like, clicked to me that depression and, you know, anxiety and all these things are, like, signs of, like, not necessarily being in his presence, you know? So I was like, no, I can't allow myself to go down that path again because, now, like, I was starting to feel sad. I know it was a spirit, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's really easy to get off the path is what I'm trying to say, but you can always come back to it. Like, it's never, like, he's turning away from you. He never stops loving you. All you have to do is just recognize, you know, what's happened and go Mm -hmm. back, you know? He's always right there. And what made me think about, like, the sin thing Mm -hmm. is that it's not that Christians, when you immediately follow Jesus or make that decision, it's like Mm -hmm. you stop sinning. No. No, you don't. You honestly don't. At all. And I, like, I can remember crying out to God, like, dang, like, I wish that I could just stop sinning. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, you're human, you're still in the flesh. You don't stop sinning, but you don't make a habit of it. Mm-hmm. You sin less. You make, that's your everyday attempt to sin less, to turn away from sin, and not to fall into that same sin every single day and make it a habit. Because in Hebrews, it's like, a person who says they believe in Christ, but still sins continuously and make a habit of it, there's no, there's not a sacrifice for that person anymore. There's no more atonement because you know Jesus was the atonement for our sins, mm-hmm. and it's not like we don't want to sin because it's our natural nature to want to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I don't want to do certain things. It 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 is a battle for some days. I'm like, well, I don't want to do that, but some days yeah. it's like, dang, like I kind of miss it's doing really that. A, it really is a, a it's a battle. a battle. It's like it's that same saying where the flesh is weak, but mm-hmm. the spirit is willing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, well, dang, like, I do kind of miss those days, but it's kind of like, if you have to think about it, like, do I miss being that person who I was before? Mm-hmm. Do I miss the depression? Right. Like, that's what I... That's what I'm saying. I'm like, do I miss so. being depressed? Do I miss being angry at the world? And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So that what kind of keeps me straight away. And it's like, and then, you know, I also like weigh out my things. Like, well, if I do this, I'm probably going to be sad for a few days because God is disciplining me. Mm-hmm. I'm probably, you know, it it can turn into a habit. You know, I don't think it would, but it could because you just never know. And then if it turns into a habit, there's no more atonement for me, meaning that, you know, I could possibly go to hell. So we're just mm-hmm. going to sit back. Right. <laughs> and that's what the thing that goes through my thought process. I'm not saying that has to go through everybody's thought process, mm-hmm. but that goes through mine. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, of course, like, once again, this walk with God is uncomfortable. You would want to quit. You You want to have a day off, but it's like, you can't because mm-hmm. you're a child of God every day that you wake up. And God has something for, for you new every day. Amen. And it's like, um, also with like conviction and, and like sin. Um, mm-hmm. Conviction, honestly, I used to not like it. But I, grew to I love like it. it. I really do. You grow to love it because it's like. It's a sign that you're, you're close to him and yes. that he's guiding you. I think that's what it said in like. I think Romans, I can't really remember, but it's, it's in the Bible. <laughs> it was like, you know, if you don't have, if you're not convicted by the Holy Spirit, or you're not disciplined by it's God. It's dangerous. You're not, you're not a real child of God. You're, you're Ill, illegitimate children of God. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not his real child, because like I said, a father disciplines his children. Mm-hmm. So if you're not getting disciplined by God, or not feeling convicted when you do things that you know are wrong. You know who your master is. You don't know. You're not God's child. When right. you when you get convicted by the things or you feel like, hey, like what I just did was wrong, this and that and the third, that is God speaking to you or helping you feel like that so he can still lead you and, and you know, guide you to that right thing. So it's like, like I said, first I didn't like it because I was just like, oh, really? Because it was kind of annoying at first, but mm-hmm. like, I grew to love it because I know that it's God directing me in the right way. Like, hey, you shouldn't have said that. Hey, you should have changed your tone. Hey, you should have probably did this better. Hey, even with my schoolwork, he tells me to go to my fullest potential oh in my, my schoolwork. Oh, my gosh, no cap. 
Yes. <laughs> he tells me to go yes. to my fullest potential in my schoolwork. And it leads me to that verse where it says, um, slaves, don't work for your master as if you're working for an earthly master. Do it as you're working for your master in heaven because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what he sees. He's doing that to your fullest potential. So it's not like God doesn't care about anything in your life because God wants to be in every single aspect of your life. Like, every single bit and piece of your aspect in life because mm-hmm. he has done those things for you. Right. So it's like... Conviction is actually a wonderful thing. Like, mm-hmm. I literally, some days, I sit there and I'm like, well, God, what do you have to convict me from me today? What should I do better today? <laughs> like, I literally sit there and, you know, and get ready to hear that because I want him to Girl, be looking me. for it. I want yeah. him to say, like, hey, maybe you should have, because it's always a willing, it's always, it's always him giving you an opportunity to do better. To be better yourself. You're right. So that's why I love it. Yeah. It's weird, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, when I um first came to him, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Um, I was convicted about, like, the clothes I would wear and stuff, and mm. I didn't like it. I, It made me want to, like, well, not so much God, but, like, um, people around me that were already saved, you know, mm. would talk to me about that kind of stuff, and it made me not want to turn from it. But when God convicted me himself, like, when he came to me and said, like, sis, like, you got to... Mm. You gotta change what you're wearing. You have, to, you have to change, you know, how you present yourself for people. Like, mm. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, yeah, and like, you're right. You're right. And now it's like, um, that's something I'm doing. But yeah, I used to not like it, but now I really love it because like I know that I'm in His presence and that He's guiding me. Like when I was that um, week ago, when I was like listening to all that secular music, mm. I didn't hear him like so I didn't really feel any conviction when it came to doing certain things or hearing certain things or tolerating certain things and I hated that like I I literally it made me sad so I had to come back and um yeah it's just it's actually a beautiful thing because it means that your spirit is sensitive to God like you hear him he's speaking to you um yeah it's just so beautiful I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> I had a topic, but, like, it left my brain. Mm-hmm. I think that's all you can really say, that this walk of God is uncomfortable, but it's a blessing at the same time. You're shedding off who this world thought you were, and you're finding your true purpose. It's like we go out into this world trying to find out who we are and why we're here, but we don't ever go to the person that created us. Mm-hmm. We don't ever go to the creator. You is why are we going? It's like buying a toy at the store. It's like buying a toy at the store, and we don't know what the toy is or what it does. We don't sit there and ask somebody else in the mm-hmm. store who's trying to buy the toy. We ask the person who is selling the toy, or the person who is, or look at the destructions of of the people who who created the toy left on the box. Right. So it's just like you're gonna find out who you who you truly are, and it's gonna be overwhelming but god is going to take you step by step to go through he's not going to put on put more on you than you can bear and i know that's a cliche thing to say but it's honestly true mm-hmm. and you know you're going to lose people because people are not going to understand people are not going to be open to god as people say these days they're open to god because a lot of people are like yeah i love god when they're you... open to the progressive mm-hmm. version of god it's like they people say they love god but as soon as you say jesus like they're not mm-hmm. the same Anyways, right. they shut down, you know. So it's just kind of like you're gonna lose people. You're gonna you're gonna be set apart from this world because that's what that's what being holy means. Being holy is mean means being different and set apart for the world for God's sacred plan for you and what mm-hmm. He has going on this earth. So it's gonna it's gonna be painful, but mm-hmm. and it's gonna break you down. But it is so worth it when God breaks you down and starts to build you back up and moves you on the road that He has for you. Chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I can say. Like it is so worth it. Yeah, that brought me to another point though. Um, so you know how like non-believers or people of who have unbelief, um, they might feel like something is missing in their mm-hmm. life, or like they try to fill that void with like mm-hmm. you know money or objects or people, which is a big one because that's what I used to do. Um, yeah, me too, with people. Yeah. I'll try to fill that void with, like, things that are of the world. Mm-hmm. And I just, I watched the video, like, yesterday, and mm-hmm. it was basically saying, you're, you're gonna feel 
discontent and empty when you're not, you know, serving him because humans like we were lit we were made for a different life. Yeah, but okay, like I'm trying to explain this because it's leaving my brain. Okay, yeah, we weren't made for this world. Mm-hmm. We just live in it. Mm-hmm. So when we feel like not content with things that are of this world that are filling ourselves with, it's because we're meant to fill ourselves with him. And because we weren't made to stay here, we're made for an eternal life past here. Our world is literally heaven. That's what we're supposed to, you know, that's where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, our world is the kingdom of God. It's not earth. Mm-hmm. And like, so the natural ear, that sounds like, you know, that's crazy because I live on Earth. Like, I'm human. Like, this is, you know, my <laughs> species. <I> alien? Like... <laughs> you know, like, this is my, you know, species, whatever. Like, we're not aliens. Yeah, we're not, but we have souls. And we're meant to live and serve the kingdom of God. So if you feel, like, discontent with filling your, thing, filling your soul up, whatever, with different things of the world, it's because that's your purpose is higher than the world. This is just where we live, like... We're not supposed to stay here forever, you know? Like, this is... Our body is just a shell. You know, I think so, that somebody may have a, may have a question. Yeah. Um, and something I have a question of is, like... You know, something I want to ask God when we get to heaven is, like... So many questions. Look, why I do all of this? Mm. Why I do all of this if you knew there was going to be a fall? And you knew that we were going to be unrighteous if you knew that... Um, you will have to sacrifice your son who's essentially you mm-hmm. and you know that you'll lose some people yeah. in hell like why do all of this and that is that's the answer that we can't get right now we can try to pick it out as much as we want in the bible but that's the answer that we can't get right now and it says in the bible that just reading the bible or just praying or just knowing these things we're still looking through a dark tinted glass mm-hmm. We, we prophesy in part, we know in part, we do all things in part because God handles everything else. And mm-hmm. um, I think I was just here talking heaven, like when we get to heaven, we will learn, we will continue to learn and progress and learning about who God is and learning yeah. why he did these things. So I feel like that's, I feel like that's everybody's question. Yeah. I would think like what's the Like what's the purpose? What do you gain from this? <laughs> like, you know, we know that he created man because he wanted a family and he wanted mm-hmm. people to love on and people to love him. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, but you knew the rest of this would happen, so why yeah. do it? But I think it was just more to explain his glory and explain more. What I'm going to say is more to explain his glory and explain why we needed him, mm-hmm. essentially. You know? Yeah. How I view it is, like, I think, yeah, like, I really think the purpose of all of it is just for him to have a family to love on and to, mm-hmm. so he could show his love, you know? All right. Because he is love, so, right. and love isn't like a lone thing, like, and even us, like he made us in his image, and we're not made to be alone, you All know. Right. So if we're in his image, and we're not made to be alone, then he wasn't made to, made be, to be alone, alone either. either. So I think that's what the purpose is, and like what the thing with him, like knowing like people are not gonna follow him, they're gonna like you know fall, and you know. Really, it's another person's question. No, mm-hmm. why? If God doing all of this, why would he send people to hell if he knew the thing? But it's like, with God, like, why can't he just control us? But God, he's such a loving person. That's not, like, what relationship have you been in that was controlling, that was called love? You would say that's Mm -hmm. an abusive, that's a toxic relationship. That's single with God. He's not going to sit there and control you. He's loving you so much that he's going to give you a choice whether to follow him or to love him or not because he doesn't want you to feel like he's forcing you to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. No, and then that's that's a really good point because people be like, um, like what you said, why mm. would he send us to hell? Mm. Um, yes, there are there are certain people that God literally will cast into hell because they have oh, a hate, like they I hate a, him. I have a, you know? No, I have something that is like, okay, it goes back to the free will thing because essentially yeah. hell was made for the devil and his demons. It wasn't made for humans. It, was, it wasn't made for humans at all. But it's like, what how you show god you when you make a decision on Mm -hmm. this earth to live separate from god god is going to love you and value your choice at the end of it all Mm -hmm. so if you're like hey i chose you god things like okay i love you and i value that choice i'm gonna let you into my home 
when you say, hey, God, I want to live separate from you. I don't care about none of the stuff that you're talking about. He's mm-hmm. like, I love you, and I'm going to value your choice. So at the end of it all, when it comes to when it comes to you face to face, he's 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 still gonna love you because yeah. he's gonna like I value your choice. The way that you lived on this earth, show me how you want us to live for the rest of right. eternity. So hell is a is an eternal separation from God because you showed God that you want us to live you like that to on be earth. Mm-hmm. So it's never like God wants to send people to hell. Like he doesn't want to. It, God doesn't want to do that. And that's at the thing, all. like people don't understand it. Essentially, you lead your you send your own self to hell. Yeah, literally, it's your choice. Like, and that's a a hard thing to grapple with because. Um, people will be like, "Well, I didn't. Show up. Why would I choose to go to that place?" But your actions your are actions apart speak from God. Than words. Right? Like you, you gave no interest to Him. Like you, He probably has. I honestly believe that He tries to appear to people at least three or four times in their life. You know, before it might I be feel the like time He does that with everybody, but people yeah. are just like blinded to them, and it makes mm-hmm. me think of once again in Romans, where it's like the God of this, the God of this earth, meaning the devil. He blinds people from the truth. Mm-hmm. He puts a spiritual blinder over them mm-hmm. for the truth. We so, haven't even spoken about the enemy because look, we ain't gonna talk about Satan. Mm-hmm. Every time, every time I talk about Satan, he wanna come in and be like, "Yup, I'm still here." More Revelation, though. Okay, yeah, hush. Look, but, look, because <laughs> we can read Revelations, <laughs> right, real quick. But yeah, um, that's definitely a misconception about God sending people to hell. Like, yeah, he will cast away some people that literally... Because I feel like there's a difference between, like, people who um, kind of choose to be apart from him mm-hmm. in a way that it's like they don't show any interest in Jesus or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a difference between people who, people who know the gospel. Like, you know it wholeheartedly, and, like, you accept Satan. Like, I'm talking about Satan, Satanic people, whatever, like, Satanists mm-hmm. and folks. I feel like he casts those people into hell because... They love. That's just blatantly disrespectful. It's bla- It's blasphemous. Like they, they literally accept Satan. Like Satan him. is like, my dad told me he hates us. <laughs> like, my dad told me like, yeah, the word says like you know Satan goes around like a roaring lion, seeking who he can devour. But my dad was like, pay attention how it said roaring lion. Right. It never said that he had teeth. Mm-hmm. So it's just like Satan has no power and authority. Satan is an angel himself. He's it's a fallen angel himself. The angels in heaven that are are of God, they literally have no power and authority. So what mm-hmm. makes you think that Satan has power and authority himself? Mm-hmm. You give him that power and authority when you allow him in your life and live the way that you want to live. But like right. he literally has no power and authority over him. When you become a child of God, right. you have the power and authority over Satan. You literally do. Like you can literally look, <laughs> let right. me tell you. Me, me, and Satan and some demons, we be arguing. Uh, we we be going at it, and I don't care. You're not gonna stay in my mind. You're not gonna stay in my house. Yeah, honestly, like, and that's the thing. Like, also coming to God, like He will show you what is good and what is bad, right. and like certain thoughts that I get in my head, it's not me. Right. Like, it's literally I know it's the enemy that is trying to throw me off track. Mm. Especially when I pray and when I like when I read my Bible, or whatever, I'll get extra sleep. I'll get these intrusive thoughts, whatever. Mm. And I know it's not me. I know it's you know saying trying to. Let me just go ahead and flip to Revelations to show you your ending. Cause you wanna. That's the thing. Like when I when when the Satan the Satan when the devil reminds you of your past, cause that's something that he always. That's does what to, he uses. That's what he always does to me. And I promise you, like y'all, like I would have. From December to January, I was having dreams about two of my exes every single night. And I couldn't understand why I was doing it because I was like, I'm over them. Mm -hmm. I don't really care anymore. Like, I cared, but I was just like, you know, that's the past or whatever. And, you know, Anda's mother had to tell me, like, no, that's just just the devil trying to remind you of your past so you can stay stuck in your past. And she gave me something to say that would rebuke those dreams. And Mm -hmm. I literally say that those things every night. And I stopped having those dreams of mm-hmm. my exes. And it's literally, Satan will remind you of your past. So you can stuck in your past. So whatever God's plan for you is delayed. So what you have to do is open a book of Revelations. And I keep saying it. Open a book of Revelations. Go to chapter 20 and remind Satan where he's going to go after the end of all of this. And remind him where you're going to go. Because mm-hmm. you can say, remind me of my past and things I used to do before. But let me remind you of your future and what you're still doing now. Uh, I say. hate when he be doing that because I be like... I, I'm so different, like, you cannot... I'm a different even, breed. Yeah, you can't even tempt me with the same things I was tempted with back then. But, um, yeah, Satan, 
I mean, how do you want to say that? The enemy uses the past to um, get people off track. And God, my mom always told me, like, Satan mm-hmm. is about the past and God is about your the, future. Right. So anything that has to do with the past or, like, looking back in your past, it, it doesn't have God's hand over it. That's not him. All right. I don't know. It's just you're battling every day, but you're not. But the battle is never yours. It's always God's. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I have to look at it like this battle is not mine. It's the God's. I'm just getting the crossfire of it. Right. And it's like even when you like go to sleep and you wake up, I promise you there are angels and demons fighting over your soul. Every, not even when and you. And the fact that you're waking up is God's grace because you don't, literally one of those can win the fight. It can be a demon that wins that fight. You know what I mean? Like. But it's like the fact that you're waking up and you're in your right mind, that is literally God's grace. And people always ask for evidence of God. That's evidence right there. Like, you can, y'all don't you understand. Can, you want to see evidence of God, go look outside. That's all you got to do. Right. Breathe. Like, like you're you, alive. And I think I'm tripping. Read Romans chapter 1 and 2. It right. literally tells us how God has, has created everyone to know him. Right. And the moral things that we know that are right or wrong on this earth or... That moral standard doesn't that, come in from anyone else but It him. comes from him. So it was like, that's why they say nobody has an excuse of whether they know God or not. Because he put that on. That he he put himself on their heart, but they don't know that it's him. Mm-hmm. Like your conscience, that's God in a way. Like, I think that's what he left everyone with. Mm-hmm. But I think the Holy Spirit, like that God, mm-hmm. that only comes through being saved. All right. So that's the difference. We just... Took we this, really went like on took this and ran. Yeah, we went on like several different tangents. Indeed, but, but look, it it took the time. But yeah, it's not easy. It's not an easy walk. It's fun sometimes. Most definitely. Well, like no, all the time it's really fun. But it's fun. It's uncomfortable though. But if yeah. you want a real challenge in life, take the walk with God. If you want to lose you, toxic friends, look, take this walk with God. <laughs> if you think you bold and you bad and you all that take this walk with God. Bro, no cap. Like, I keep seeing stuff and be like, you want to be brave? Literally just be a Christian. Like, because the world really does not like it us. It does not like you. I promise you. Like, it, it hates you so much. If I were just to you think the, the name wor- Jesus, I'll be chewed up. <laughs> I'll be chewed up right now. You, like, you think the world hates you now? The world loves you. But yeah. when you come to God, it's going to hate you. But the love of God fulfills everything that the world could ever offer you because this world can offer you nothing at nothing all. Nothing at all. And honestly, I don't even, like, I don't even pay attention to the world, to be honest. And, like, that's crazy, like, to say, but I really... You're right. When people come to me about stuff that happened on news, you I'm didn't hear so, about this. Yeah, I'm like, so detached from... I'm like, no. But it's like, it isn't that I just don't care, per se, because I still live in the world. I still care about the people yeah. in it and things. But it's just like... But literally, my mind is so far away from it that... Disconnected. It really, it feels like... I'm not even, he- like, really here sometimes. Right. And, like, sometimes it makes me feel a little sad because like, I look, look at my friends on Snapchat or whatever, but, like, dang, like, I feel detached from them. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, I feel really happy because I feel that's a That's the way I feel about God. That's the way I feel about Instagram. Yeah. Because, like, I just, everybody, I feel like most people think I blocked them, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know. Yeah, I asked her name yesterday. I was like, where's my sister Sequoia on here? Like, <laughs> No, like just completely disabling my Instagram. It just gave me peace. Yeah. And it was something like, I don't know if it makes sense, but like it was something like the Holy Spirit like yelled at me to do. Mm-hmm. Like he literally like I feel like he was yelling inside of me to do this. And I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense to me. And so I was just like I did it, mm-hmm. and I was like back in January, right after that day we took pictures and stuff. And I was just like I wanted to drop these pictures, <laughs> but the Holy Spirit was like no, just. Like, he literally screamed, and I was just like, okay. And I did it anyways, but I've seen how much peace that I've gained from it. With being on social media, you feel like you have to please people and be this person, this and that, third, but... Right. And personally, for me, like, social media, I take, like, fast from it, but mm-hmm. I don't really think that's my conviction, like, because... No, it's mine. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I never really put too much into mm-hmm. what people say or think about me. I post pictures because I like them. Mm. And if they get likes, cool. If they don't get likes, cool. Like, that's kind of how I've always been. Um, and, like, also, like, 
I'm more active on like my, my Snapchat because mm-hmm. it's like it's really personal. I feel like it's just like I'm I show my friends what's going on with me, this kind of stuff. But like when it comes to Twitter and Instagram, I never have like really been like immersed in that culture to where it's like I feel like it's a conviction for me to, you know. I think it was just a conviction to me because I know I was more like I didn't explain it. It's one conviction for me because, like, I know, like, my exes are up there. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's kind of like what I told you yesterday. Like, I kind of want to get back up there because I want to show them, like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm good, bro. Like, it's done, kind of. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, and the other part was just, um, I knew more pe- I knew people knew me more from that, mm-hmm. especially from my past. Yeah. So, it was kind of like, it was just freeing. That makes sense, though. Like, but, I mean, definitely, like... I take breaks from it because I feel clogged and like I feel like I take time from God to be mm. on those sites sometimes, but it's not like a conviction to where it's like I just can't be on there. Like I don't know, cause I'm just naturally I'm kind of private anyway, so I'll be keeping it to myself. Cause like especially like having a spam, cause I used to have a spam, especially having a spam, it was just drama every day, so it yeah. bothered me. So I, yeah, I remember um, when you had that spin. It was just, and it wasn't me being dramatic because I'm not the type of person that really gets into drama. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, the people that I followed then and there, and I was like, well, I can't follow everybody on everybody on this page. But it just mm-hmm. got to the point where I was just like, I'm just going to disable the whole page because I can't, I don't want to wake up every morning and I'm seeing drama, 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 drama. Right. It, it really bothers your peace and it really bothers your mind. And mm-hmm. I was just like, nah. So if I ever get back on Instagram, it will most like most definitely be my main page. I don't know about my spam, mm-hmm. but it will most definitely definitely be my main page. Come back, I miss you. <laughs> I don't know. That's something I w- would really have to go into prayer about. Cause like I told you last night, yeah. I don't think I would want to make videos or take pictures anymore and post them. I think it would just be more me being on my story. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's something I have to go into prayer about. Mm-hmm. I I'm gonna be honest though. Like um, lately, I have been. Like, in this mood to just delete all my pictures off my Instagram. Not because, like, I don't know. I just feel like I want to start new or just because I just want it to be clean, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of those pictures on there, like, they're not bad anymore. I got rid of the ones that weren't modest. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just feel like I just want a new, a fresh slate. Right. You know? But, yeah, y'all, we're going to end it here because we're almost out of time but we thank you guys for listening if you listen through all of this way that is thank you listen thank Thank you you so much (laughs) but we thank y'all we hope y'all have a blessed one we pray that it's touched each and every one of your hearts and even convicted you right Mm. Mm. (laughs) but we thank y'all for listening peace out peace